Welcome to the Young Christian Business Guy video podcast powered by CBMC, the show for young Christian business guys about young Christian business guys. We talk sports, we talk business, but most importantly, we talk about Jesus. Today is September 15th, 2020. I am John Harrison, your host. As a community, we are unapologetically Christian, unapologetically business guys, and unapologetically open and vulnerable about our lives, the challenges we face, and the faith and the hope that we have in Jesus Christ. We believe in spiritual mentorship, aka discipleship, learning what it means to follow Jesus and what it looks like to follow Jesus from another man. We believe in the power of peer groups, surrounding yourself with others who are growing and will help you grow into the man that God designed you to be. So here today on September 15th, it's about time as I reflect back on my Young Christian Business Guy video podcast journey, we have completed 41 episodes, 41 episodes. So we have heard about 38, 39 stories of Young Christian Business Guys from around the country sharing their heart, sharing immense amounts of wisdom. And it's been such an encouragement to me. But now it's time for our third episode of Recap. So the Lord laid it on my heart to take a look back at the last 15 episodes and really dig into some key takeaways, some key takeaways. So today I have seven key takeaways from these previous 15 episodes. So let's jump right in. So number one, takeaway number one, again, no order of importance here, just going to list out seven of these and huge truth and application value to our lives. So number one was brought to us by Matt Ruzine out of St. Paul, Minnesota. And he said, number one, year-long fast. Man, that's overwhelming to think about, a year-long fast. He, he said he asked himself the question, what would be the hardest thing to give up for a year? And then he did it. Man, I can't imagine. I don't know if I have quite the willpower to do that yet, but I definitely know that the Holy Spirit working through me could power that. So the power of a year-long fast and the impact it's not only had in his life, but the long-term effects that's going to be ahead. So that's number one. Number two comes to us from Mike Buonayuto. Buonayuto. That's right. I said that right from South Florida. He was all the way down in Fort Lauderdale down there in South Florida. Mikey, uh, Mike had an amazing episode, but this dovetails very nicely into point number two, which was willpower versus motivation. Willpower versus motivation. Motivation is an emotion. We become motivated by watching something inspirational. It, it flames up, but it can also flame out. But willpower is something we develop and something we increase. And also willpower can go hand in hand with self-control, which as we know, found in Galatians 5, 23, is the last fruit of the spirit. And so willpower is actually developed into self-control, relying on something greater than ourselves, which comes from the Holy Spirit. So the power of willpower versus motivation. Takeaway number three comes from Frankie Kelly. Frankie was out of Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, if you remember, we had a great conversation. And there was two of them here that Frankie, two takeaways, but the one I'm going to mainly focus on is the power of laying financial railroad tracks in our lives and our businesses. Are you laying the right 
railroad tracks financially in your personal life and your business life. Huge, huge. Know your numbers. Massive takeaway. Takeaway number four came from Aaron Royer. Aaron Royer, and he was out of Towson, Maryland. Excuse me, Aaron Ruer. I called him Royer, but I know it's now Ruer. Aaron Ruer, he was the sales trainer, and I believe it was win sales training, but he talked about takeaway number four, the power in how people make a purchase. The power in the process of how people make a purchase. Okay, and I'm going to walk you through the five-step process that he shared with us. Number one, people buy you first. They buy you first. Number two, people buy your company next, aka can your company handle the problem or the service that I need? Number three, they then people buy uh, what fits their need. So does your company actually solve their need? Number four, then people buy on price. If they can solve the need, does it meet my budget? And then finally, is now the right time? So you think about this process, if you're in sales or you're an entrepreneur and you're working on the sales side of your business, this five-step process, people buy you first, they buy your company next, they buy if you fit to solve their need, then they buy on price, and then now is now the right time. So that's the process of how people make a purchase. The fifth takeaway came from Marcelo Mills. Uh, Marcelo was out in Rancho Cucamonga, Rancho Santa Fe, Mission Viejo area of Southern California. Uh, Marcelo was uh, senior vice president, regional vice president, I, I can't remember, of the commercial banking industry, did a lot of work in the 10 to $100 million space. And Marcelo had a lot of key takeaways, but one that really stuck out to me when I was going back and reviewing was this concept of the power of 10 pages a day. The power of 10 pages a day, which I believe points to a deeper theme in our lives is the power of consistency. The power of consistency. Where are you consistent in your life? What habits and rituals are you consistent in? And where in your life are you consistently inconsistent? Analyze that because I'm more I'm walking this life and going around this, uh, the sun, frankly, on this journey and this crazy planet that's circling the sun every 365 days, the more I'm finding out the power of small effort day in and day out that compounds on itself achieves big things, not a big action one day. And so when you think about the consistency in your life, how could you implement that in a simple action of the power of 10 pages a day? The sixth takeaway came from John Ingebrecht. Uh, John has founded a new kind of nonprofit-focused organization called Gray Matter, G-R-E-Y Matter. He's out of uh, Minnesota area, um, I believe, Eden Prairie, Minnesota. And John talked about his career of being an engineer and then being a consultant and working for super large engineering companies and having large government contracts and then actually having his own consulting firm. And now to the point where he recently released his own book called Disciple a verb, disciple, a verb. And the takeaway is this discipleship is a lifestyle. Discipleship is a lifestyle. So found in Matthew 28, 18 through 20, which is known as the great commission to make disciples. We need to be living that as a lifestyle. We need to be living that as a lifestyle. What does that mean? 
right? Well, that means that day in and day out, we're constantly thinking through the lens of discipleship. Who's discipling me? Who am I discipling? How can I be reproducing in another what I have learned? And that discipleship is, in, in fact, a lifestyle. And then finally, the seventh takeaway comes from Jeremy Vanderloop. Jeremy Vanderloop. Uh, Jeremy's a former recording artist, but it sounds like he's going to release possibly another album who's now involved in the real estate industry uh, down in Tampa, Florida. And Jeremy shared an immense amount of quality takeaways. But this one that really stuck out to me was this 1129 calling. This 1129 calling. And he talked about uh, Romans 1129, which says, For God's gift and his call are irrevocable. Irrevocable. So he talked about in our careers, everything that we have in our career has a shelf life. But God's gift and his call on our life are irrevocable. And he illustrated this in the point of the 80 20 rule. He said, Okay, 80% of what you do on a daily basis you can have that done by somebody else. 15% of what you do on a daily basis, you can pay somebody else to do. But then there's that 5% that only you can do. Only you are equipped to do that. And that's Romans eleven twenty nine, which is for God's gift in his call are irrevocable. Powerful, powerful stuff. So when we look back on the seven takeaways of the last 15 episodes, I know there was probably hundreds more, frankly, hundreds more of takeaways, but these are the ones that stuck out to me. Number one, the power of a year-long fast. What would be the hardest thing to give up for a year and then do it? Number two, willpower versus motivation. Number three, the importance of laying financial railroad tracks in our lives. Number four, the process of how people make a purchase. Number five, the power of 10 pages a day, aka consistency. Number six, discipleship is a lifestyle. And number seven, your 1129 calling. So as always, I'm going to close our show today with encouraging you in the power of peer groups, in the power of discipleship. And if you want to get connected to one of those things, you feel like you need a group of guys to run with, or you need like you need a spiritual or business advisor in your life, you can go to ycbguy.com, Y as in young, C as in Christian, B as in business guy, G-U-Y.com, fill out your information, and we will get you connected. We have a presence in over 340 cities uh, physically, and we have a presence uh, virtually as well. So go there, get connected. We'd love to get you plugged in. So today, September 15th, 2020, thanks for tuning in to the Young Christian Business Guy video podcast powered by CBMC. I am John Harrison, your host. Remember, stay on purpose, and we'll see you next time. Take care.